the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a teaching that we started yesterday, and the teaching is basically called, But God. We introduced our program by talking about the days that we're living in. When you read Matthew 24, Matthew 24 talks about the signs of the end of the age. And in Matthew 24, 8, it speaks about the beginning of birth pangs. And I believe that we could very well be in that stage right now, because that chapter in Matthew talks about wars and rumors of wars. It talks about nation rising up against nation, famines, earthquakes, lawlessness is increasing. And these have been conditions in sporadic times in the history of the world. But yet, with the condition of Israel being a state now, it looks like these really are the beginnings of the end of the age. But at the same time, we said that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's a faithful God. And when we face difficult situations, and we only observe them from the natural standpoint, we don't know how God is going to intervene. And yet throughout the scriptures, as we spoke about yesterday, we see two words which really talks about the providence of God and speaks about how God can intervene in men's affairs. And those two words are, but God. And yesterday we focused our attention on the life of Joseph. And just to recall uh, the situation with Joseph and his brothers, they sold him into slavery. And yet Joseph was used by God in a mighty way in Egypt. We read from Genesis 50, beginning in verse 12, and the verse that we came to that's so significant is Genesis 50, verse 20, when we see Joseph talking to his brothers, and he said, verse 19, but Joseph said to them, do not be afraid, for I am in God's place. This is when his, his uh, brothers were fearful of what was going to happen to him. And in verse 20, Dave, uh, Joseph is saying to his brothers, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result 
to preserve many people alive. Very powerful statement, Junie. And, and Joseph saw that it was God who was bringing about the events to preserve the people. And yet, when it was happening, I'm sure, in the natural, he couldn't have known that. And then we went further back and looked at Genesis 45. And this, this is the story when uh, Joseph allowed his brothers to know who he really was because they thought he was some Egyptian. But again, we see those words. In Genesis 45, beginning in verse 5, we read, Joseph is talking to his brothers. Do not be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. And God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. And here's the key. Verse 8. Now, therefore, it was not you who sent me here, but God. Again, we pointed out yesterday and will continue throughout the course of this week. We need to see as God sees. We need to be men and women led by the Spirit who can see the eternal and can see God's hand in what we're doing. So we're going to continue on with the life of Joseph because he was a man who lived, a man who saw, and a man who understood by the Holy Spirit what was going on. In fact, when Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dream, after all of the wise men, and magicians of Egypt weren't able to, Pharaoh called in Joseph, and we read in Genesis chapter 41, verse 38, an incredible verse. This is Pharaoh, an unbelieving man, saying to the people of Egypt, can we find such a man as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? So we need to be men and women of the Spirit, who can see in the natural situations, in the natural circumstances, in the difficult times of life, that we need to say, but God. So he saw, and we believe the Lord wants all of us to see as Joseph saw, by recognizing these two words, but God. And I think, Shelley, it really um, showed the Holy Spirit through Joseph speaking, even in Genesis chapter 45, in verses um, 7 and 8, where he said, God sent me before you to his brothers to preserve for you a remnant in the earth and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. Mm. And this was said how many hundreds of years before the great deliverance in Egypt by God of Israel, by the blood of the Lamb and and the parting of the Red Sea. And we see in verse 8, Now therefore, it was not you who sent me here, because here his brothers put him in a pit and left him there, but God, and he made me a father to Pharaoh, and Lord of all his household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. And it's really amazing, Shelley, that Joseph had the Holy Spirit even before Jesus walked the earth, before his resurrection, before Shavuot, Pentecost. God had a man 
filled with the Holy really? Spirit. And so how much more then, when we know the Lord, do we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Amen. have really? an eternal perspective, and recognize, no matter what the situation, but God, peros Dios, but God in Romanian, dom dom nuseo, but God. You know, Junie, as you're speaking, it just it shows it's speaking to me that we need the Holy Spirit to be a but God person because it's by the Spirit that we can discern, by the Spirit we can see, and by the Spirit we can understand. And we see but God spread throughout the Scriptures in both the Old and the New Covenants. Turn with us to 1 Samuel chapter 23. 1 Samuel chapter 23. And we know that there was a great conflict between Saul and David. And we know that Saul was always looking to destroy David because he was a very popular man and uh, he was a man endowed with the Spirit of God. And uh, Saul was the um, king of right. Israel, and God chose really David to be the king of Israel, and though Saul might not have known that, he was very jealous of David. Amen. So we're going to look at 1 Samuel 23. Let's begin at verse 10, okay? And this is the situation that Saul was looking to kill David. Verse 10 in 1 Samuel 23. Then David said, O Lord God of Israel, thy servant is has heard for certain that Saul is seeking to come to Keilah, K-E-I-L-A-H, in Israel, to destroy the city on my account. Will the men of Keilah surrender me into his hand? Will Saul come down just as thy servant has heard? O Lord God of Israel, I pray, tell thy servant. And the Lord said, he will come down. Then David said, will the men of Keilah surrender me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, they will surrender you. So it looked like trouble ahead. Verse 13, then David and his men, about 600, arose and departed from Keilah, and they went wherever they could go. When it was told Saul that David had escaped from Keilah, he gave up the pursuit. In other words, Saul knew he was there, so he no longer pursued him in Keilah because he had left. And here's the key, verse 14. And David stayed in the wilderness in the strongholds, and remained in the hill country in the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day. And here are those glorious two words. But God did not deliver him into his hand. Again, but God, when we face difficulties, how do we put God in the equation? We don't really know how he's going to act. But are we so confident in that faithful and powerful and mighty God that he will intervene in a situation that not will just save us from a precarious situation, but whatever he does, it will bring glory to his holy name. We see another situation with a battle, Junie, in uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, a phenomenal portion of scripture when three armies were going to come against to destroy Judah. And Jehoshaphat the king cried out to the Lord. And we read in chapter uh, 20 in 2 Chronicles, verse 12. Listen to the plea by Jehoshaphat. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us. Nor do we know what to do. 
but our eyes are on thee. Perhaps this is a clue, Junie, for all of us today, that if we're going to really believe in but God, our eyes cannot be focused only on the situation, but our eyes must be focused on the Lord himself. So what happens? Well, they prepared, and it says in verse 20, they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat said, Listen to me, O Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Put your trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. And when they began, and the key is this. We read it in 15. Listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. We need to see that when we are looking to the Lord, when we are faithful, good and faithful servants, we can expect a but God if our eyes are on him. And you know, Shelley, uh, if we think of it, when we have conflict, especially with those close to us, a husband, a wife, children, our eyes are really on our children, our husband, or really? wife, on the conflict. And we really want to encourage our listeners, yes, encourage Shelley and encourage me, Lord, that we need to remember but God and that our eyes are on you, Lord, and not on the battle. Because yes. the battle, you tell us in your word that the battle is yours. Yes. Father, we thank, thank you. Lord. Lord. We're overwhelmed by your thank goodness. Thank you, Lord. And that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. A faithful God thank who you, loves Lord. your children. So, Father, we pray that we could be people who keep our eyes on you and will always expect and know there's a spiritual necessity in every situation that we could say, but God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been brought to you by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.